people what's going on it's episode 273 or 283 273 of griff's brain dump it's me griff obviously how you doing it's a throwback episode yeah my, my throwback i mean it's an episode where i've got zero preparation it's one of those actually a throwback episode would be one where i had preparation because that's when i you know i used to prepare i used to have like notes i used to note down things in the week that i thought i'll talk about that on the podcast when i when you know when i get to record that um and then i got to a stage where i just winged it or wong it winged it past tense of wing wong wong you wonged it no that that now becomes something else that that now becomes like i'm being racist uh, <laughs> winged is winged i winged it i wanged it well again that's become sexual anyway so it's a it's an episode where i'm wanging my wong or i'm wonging my wang in the wings when wang anyway how your how's your week been people um how's my week been what are we with sunday sunday afternoon just finished playing football we won five three lovely i uh, only had 11 men no substitutes and knackered um but uh yeah it's good it's a good result um earlier in the week did i gig this week did i gig this? i definitely did i definitely did gig this week uh tuesday i was i uh opened for simon brodkin um you, you might know him as lee nelson you might know him as he jokingly says um random prankster or random protester he's the guy who threw the money over set blatter at fifa he's the guy who put the banner on philip green's boats he's the guy who gave uh theresa may a p45 yes it's all the same guy he's never even in costume but he does it <laughs> but people don't know who he is um but that's him that's simon brodkin really funny guy um so yeah so open for him strange crowd um not his crowd, just the crowd out of there. Just a bit weird. But yeah, it's all good. Did that. And then uh, Thursday, I was emceeing at West End Comedy Club. Did that Thursday. That was fun. Turned up late. Brilliant. Because these trains are shit, mate. Trains are terrible, man. My line, uh, what it does, you know, it starts off by saying this train's delayed by two minutes. Expected time you know, two minutes past the expected time. So let's say the train was half seven. Um, actually, let's not. I know the train was. The train was 7.26 was when the train is meant to come. And I needed to get to this venue for uh, 7.45. I was going to get there just before 7.00. No, that can't be right. There's no chance I would have got there before 7.45. <laughs> it's this. Ah, it must have been the 6.56 that's the train I was getting there you go 6.56 these unnecessary details but the 6.56 train is the one I was meant to get and it's the fast train which would get me to the venue by about uh 25.2 and I had to be there for quarter two that's the start of the show uh and the train is delayed by four minutes so it's now seven o'clock I'm like cool then it's delayed again by another four minutes, it's 7.04. I'm like, all right. And then it just says delayed. Just takes off the time. There's like, we don't know when this train's coming. Stop asking us, bruv. What, who do you think we are? You think we're the guys who run the train? We don't know. We don't know where the train is, bruv. Listen, I was speaking to the guy at the station. I was like, hey, excuse me. Can you give me like an update? What's going on this train? Because this is literally his accent, voice. He's like, this is bruv. I don't even know. <laughs> He showed me his screen, goes, look, he's saying vandalism. 
vandalism back at Royston. It's like the first station that it comes from. Vandalism back at Royston. I don't know why they've let it come down this far. Because when you look, it was delayed at every station. And just getting more and more delayed. So it's like, take the train out of service. But no, they, they just kept it going. And it was just delayed. So I had to get on the slow train. And I'm on the slow train, which would get me to the venue at uh, literally, I think, at eight o'clock. Because the slow train, the difference in the fast, pardon, fast train and slow train, massive. Give me that eight o'clock, so I'm running late. And as I'm on the slow train, guess what I see? Bolt past me, the train I was meant to be on. Bastards, El Bastardo. And they want you to pay so much. My annual season ticket, which I haven't got. It would cost me £4,000, over £4,000 for a service where they just go, we don't know where the train is, mate. You operate one thing, trades. You don't know where the train is. You know like when you go to like a coffee shop and they go, we don't have coffee. So what what are you talking about right now? The coffee's in the name of your company name. What do you mean you've got no coffee? What are you doing? End, End this. Shut the company down. And that's what my train line's like. But yeah, I did that gig. That was fun. And then on Friday, it was at Vauxhall Comedy Club. Did 10 minutes. Very arrogantly said, I shouldn't do 10 minutes. I should do more than 10 minutes. Um, and there was like, the, the woman who'd never met before, Phoebe, she was like, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll sort it out. Who booked you? And stuff. And I said, but she goes, yeah, yeah, like we'll try to sort out more than 10 minutes after. And I was like, be fair, you should say after because you ain't seen me perform before. We've never met. I might be shit. And she, <laughs> and she's laughing. I was like, all right. And I went on, did a mix of new stuff and old stuff. And it was fun. I had a great time for 11 minutes. And then I came off and she was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we, we need to get you on 20 minutes. I'm like, in my head, like, I know. I, I know. This is what I came here to do. That's what we need, people. You need a little bit of uh, self-confidence, self-belief, a bit of arrogance. Hey, it's 2022, man. That's what I'm doing the rest of this year. On that sly cocky one. You know? That's how it's got to be from now on. Making demands. That's what I'm doing from now on. Getting demanding. Dreaming stupidly big. And pushing it. That's what I'm doing this year. That's what I have to do this year. So we'll see. Which reminds me, I need to speak to my agent about something I sent to them. It was a, it was a, it was a script idea. That's how you send it. I thought you had to write a whole script before you send it to someone. But no, you just send the idea first. Then you do a treatment. And then once you've got a treatment, that's when you shop it around. Because then someone will pay you to develop it. You see, I thought, no, you've got to come with a full script so they know if it's good or not. No, 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 no. That's not how you do it. Yeah, who knew? I didn't. Anyway, so, yeah, so that's what I did Friday and Saturday. Yeah, there's no gigs, no gigs Saturday, chilled out. So, yeah, watching stupid Tottenham draw against Brentford and Arsenal beat Man United. Ah. These teams, they're so annoying. I think, it's, like I said, Arsenal and Tottenham just fold. And United. They're annoying teams. Because I know Arsenal are now fourth. Ain't over yet. I know it isn't. Arsenal have beaten Chelsea, beaten Man United. They'll probably beat West Ham. But guess what? I don't know who else they've got, but they've got to lose against some shit team. 
And same with Tottenham. Tottenham going to get there. We're going to end up beating Liverpool. I know it. It's going to be dumb. Something dumb like that. I'm really stupid. But it's like we've run out of steam. Ran out of steam. But anyway, what else has been going on in the world? Um, I don't know. I haven't taken any notice of anything. Um, nothing major it stood out to me. It was St. George's Day yesterday. Happy St. George's Day. I say it every year. Why has no alcohol brand just got on it and just gone, this is our day. Like Guinness has done to St. Patrick's Day. I said every year, it hasn't happened so much this year. Get English people moaning, you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, not with Irish. He said, yeah, I get it, but it's fun, isn't it? I don't care about St. Patrick. I was one of Guinness. And it's just someone that hasn't just tied themselves to St. George's Day. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, what else have got? What else going on? Got Maddie McCann. Also, they've got a new suspect. 15 years ago, he's prime suspect now. I mean, I'm not going to say what I said on stage on Friday because um, it's not a comedy club. <laughs> you know, these people moan about being cancelled. It's like, you posted this, bro. You posted this. You didn't have to post that. But, yeah, it's crazy. 15 years. It's just a long time, isn't it? Really long time. Like, let's be honest. Do you know what you was doing 15 years ago? Like, let's let's find a date. She... She disappeared. Uh, no, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong page. Wait a minute. Here we go. What's this? All right. What's that? Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie McCain. Christian Bruckner describes herself as the most bad person in the world. Well, no, most known bad person in the world. That's what I say. You got the most bad grammar. Um, see this I don't for me as I don't know anything about it it's like it feels like it's one of those ones where they're just trying to close the case just done look it's him he's a piece of shit anyway just can we just stop searching now that's what it feels like rather than this is who they think I mean I'm just seeing another headline here that apparently suspect has alibi backed by four people and then other people saying that um that he said he knew what happened to the girl. So he's made official suspect. Look, she went missing on... Um, so on the 3rd of May? 2007. What were you doing on the 3rd of May, 2007? Let's do the police interrogation. You've been dragged in. You know you're innocent. But what were you doing on the 3rd of May, 2007? I can say I know I weren't in Portugal. Because... I've only been twice. No, three times. Shit. Why did you keep revisiting, Darren? Because uh, I was going on holiday each time. It's never in this place, wherever it was. Wait, no, I have been to the Algarve, but it wasn't in 2007. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, wait, if you're getting asked these questions, I don't know where I was in 2007. 3rd of May. I don't know how old, how old was I the 3rd of May. I was, uh, I would have been 17, no, I wouldn't, I'd be 19. Yeah, I hadn't been to Portugal by then. First time I went to Portugal, I was, uh, 24. The first time I went to Portugal. But, although I could prove I hadn't been to Portugal, I can't prove where I was. 
just feels like just crazy. I'd hate to be interrogated. I don't know what I'd use to work out what I was doing. 3rd of May 2007. Don't know. I'd be guessing what I was doing. I'm like, I think I was at work. I don't know what day it was. What, how, how would you do it? Like, how would you find what you was doing? Unless it was like someone's birthday, like there's a real event going on. What were you doing in 2007? I don't know, like maybe I'd I search my Facebook to see what I was messaging about. Who knows? But it's just a crazy one. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I said, it's, it's a weird case, right? Because if you take every argument in best faith, because I am part of the camp that thinks the parents know what happened. Right, I'm, I'm that. I'm one of those guys. Um, but let's take everyone's argument in best faith. If, it, if they're innocent, when do you stop searching for your kid? You know what I mean? Like, when would you stop? You don't just go, ah, we, we've looked hard enough. It's not like your keys, like me this week, lost my spare key to my car. And after a while, I just gave up. So I'm going to take out key cover. Just to ensure myself in case it ever happened again. I was never intending to use the key cover to use it against the key I'd already lost. Because I hadn't lost it officially. Anyway. <laughs> I found the key, by the way. If you followed the story on, on Instagram. But yes. But I'm just saying, just like... When do you stop searching? It's not a pair of keys. We just like, ah, it's done now. We've looked hard enough. She wanted to find us. No, if she wanted to be found. She she would show now. You know what I mean? That's not. You gotta keep searching your kid, isn't it? I mean, all got the Liam Neeson taken like skills. Like just, jeez, it's our worst nightmare. Absolute worst nightmare. So I think that's almost worse than your kid being murdered because at least there's closure. It's finite. The idea that your kid's gone missing for all that time, then you get them back. What are you going to do with your kid after 15 years of separation and they're being kidnapped? I'm like, who the fuck are you two? We're your parents. I, I don't even care. You know how messed up my life has been for 15 years. We kept your room the same. I was free, big man. Like, what am I going to do with this room now? It's just... Um, it is crazy. It truly is crazy. Yeah, she'll be 18 in, um, in a few weeks. If she's alive. It's just nuts. Imagine if she's actually alive. The absolute scramble from uh, production companies. If she's alive and she comes back to the UK, she will... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the girl killed herself in a year because of just... The, the intrusion that will be happening in their life. I imagine. She she might be watching TV. She doesn't even know she's Maddie McCann. Imagine that one. That's the crazy one. Because if your parents have given you the backstory. Or whoever's looking after you. Who've told you their parents. They've given you the backstory. Yeah, yeah, you're this, that, that. Well, I can't remember anything before the age of three. I don't know. Or they just, you know, they, memories are reconstructive. So if I just plant memories in your head, those are your memories now. 
Why are there pictures of me before three years old? Oh, because there's a fire in our house and we lost all of our pictures. Well, all the pictures of you. Do you know what I mean? Just, oh, it's so mad. You might banter about it. It's like, Tomorrow. there's pictures of my brother and sister. There's no pictures of me, though. You know what I mean? That could be... Oh, man. I'm happy I'm not a white girl. Oh, I guess I'm 18. <laughs> there's a lot of things that prove I'm not Maddie McCann. Jeez, this started with me saying how I wouldn't be able to give her an alibi. Now I'm talking about maybe I'm Maddie McCann. Well, that's, that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. It's interesting, though. Like I said, this year's alive. I hope they do find her. I see if you take everything in best faith. Well, this... It's cray cray, man. Super, super cray cray, y'all. Um, what else? What else is going on this, uh, in this y'all world, in this y'all country? Um, I'm actually typing podcast into my notes to see if I did write anything. No, that was last week about prisoners being pregnant. Um, uh oh. It's that time of the pod where I start yawning. Um, right, let's keep talking and rattling. Let's see if there is anything. Macron and Le Pen face off in second round of presidential elections. Oh, so, oh no, Marine Le Pen. She's like far right, isn't it? I oh dear. I wonder if she's actually going to be um thing in. Um, who's this person? All right, Darren, this this isn't podding. This is just me reading stuff. Stop it. All right, let's see what is going on. Just trying to see who's what's trending. I mean, I still don't know enough about Ukraine and Russia. I've tapped out of it. Uh, Quan goes as if they could be shut down or merged under a cost. Cutting overhaul, public bodies all by Jacob Rees Marks. Okay. Yeah, I can't find anything that's um No, I can't find anything that's interesting. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Well I guess the Boris Johnson shit. I guess that's kind of interesting, right? That he, you know, People want him to go, uh, but I don't think he's going to go, is he? What's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what's the actual point of him, him going? Is this the straw that broke the cabal's back? The parties? I think the issue with it is the people who, uh, who would care probably have I'm probably like Boris fans. So then they kind of justified his behaviour. And then you've got people... Because I've, I've seen it. I thought, who could back him? But then someone... I saw in the Metro, someone goes, oh, Tony Blair started an illegal war for weapons that didn't exist. And Boris Johnson had a few parties. And it's like, I mean, you do that with every problem, right? You just juxtapose it against something else. You know what I mean? You're late for work. So I'm like, oh, look, Darren, you're late. I'm like, yeah, but what about slavery of Africans? Pardon? It's like, what's that got to do with you being late for work? I'm just saying, what about female genital mutilation? Why are we not talking about that right now? Uh, because this is a property company. 
and that's not nothing to do with the work we do here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, you can always do that. Compare it to a bigger problem, it makes it look silly to even discuss it. And then you got through. There's another crap camp of people who don't like Boris, but they may also be people who maybe not had parties, but they weren't really strictly following the guidelines. That's the thing. There's some people really strictly followed it, so they're hurt. No, I didn't. But I wasn't raving. I was just going to see my family. My thing was this: that no one was stopping me seeing my bloody family. It was silly. Like when the first lockdown happened, yeah, we abided by those rules. And after the second, I was like, now come on, now. I'm related to these people. You simply go years without seeing them. Stop it. Like, just just stop it. And I'm going to see my mum. That's what I was. So I was just like, yeah, just behave yourself. Um, but, yeah. I don't, he, I don't think he's going. I think this guy is just going to, you know, slip and manoeuvre out of this. I don't think there's enough vim behind people saying you need to go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, how long have we been talking for? Is it time for some dear Deirdre? Have I rabbited on long enough for, yeah, 21 minutes? I mean, I'm talking about nothing. Absolutely nothing, man. Ain't nothing going on in the news, man. Like, what's going on in the news or popular culture, man? Like, I just clicked news on Twitter and it says nothing to see here yet. <laughs> what? That's not how news works. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot more. I could have been reading about entertainment. Let's get some entertainment news. What's going on? Coachella. Conversation with friend star Jemima Kirk. Um, who's she? Who's this woman? A conversation with friend star. I thought it was just friends. I don't remember being in friends. Well, that's when you're famous, right? Zendaya won't be attending the 2022 Met Gala. But let's take a look back at her most iconic looks. Just like, she's not even there. If you're that famous, people just want to see you there. We look back at all the times you were there. Um, entertainment. Um... No, 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 no. I guess Piers Morgan interviewed Donald Trump. I didn't watch that. Um, oh, people watch Anatomy of a Scandal. That's pretty good it's on Netflix. That's one thing. Uh, all right, that's it. Let's get some Dear Deirdre because this is Dragon. Oh, what am I talking about? Tyson Fury and Dillian White happened last night. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that was the outcome, in it? It's one of those ones. I know hindsight is 2020, but if you check, if you check my Twitter, you check my Facebook, you'll see I predicted before the fight that it would be a Tyson Fury stoppage. Said that. Didn't say which round, because I'm bad at predicting boxing. It was actually, because I'm so bad at predicting boxing, I predicted it well. I said... I reckon it'll either be Tyson Fury on points or a Dillian White knockout. And therefore, it'll be neither of those things. And it'll be Tyson Fury stoppage. And that's what happened. TKO. If you haven't seen it. And um, yeah. But now is he going to retire? He's going to f- fight Frank Garnu? Like, who is he going to fight? 
I want him to fight Usyk or uh, AJ. I mean, they don't even need to fight for the belts. You know what I mean? That's if this is the thing about this generation of boxes. It's the O, it's the money, and I don't begrudge them for the money because it's not me stepping in the ring getting punched up. So I don't begrudge them for wanting to get the maximum pay. But there's also a part of it that's like you got a bit of like that fighter spirit, right? I'll fight any guy, any time. The money's decent, and I'll fight him. Like comedians with gigs. You know, tell a joke anytime. The pay's decent and the gig's decent, then yeah, we'll do it. We'll turn up. Why not? So I would just like to see AJ and, and Fury have the fight and just get out of the way. Yeah, but I just know that Fury's camp won't let him be the B side. They want him to be. He's either like a. He's A side or his double A side. I mean. Fury's stock has increased anyway because he's, he's he's now defended his title a few times now. So I have to give him that. He's defended his title a few times. Wait a minute. This woman looks like my wife walking down the street towards the car. I'm in the car, by the way. Uh, I think she's about to ring me. She's got a phone in her hand. I don't think she's fixed her eyes to look into the car to see I'm here. But we'll see. Anyway. Let's get on that. Let's get a bit of Deer Deary. Rotted. That is a Deer Deary and a half. Um, let me just message her so she doesn't disturb the pod. Because I need to get into this Deer Deary dear, dear, so she don't mess it up. Um, so in the car, recording pod. See so if she notices that. She hasn't even looked. Hilarious. Now she's just stopped walking. If I could film this. This is... Hilar. Anyway. Let's get to this dear, 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 dear. Right. Let's see. Dear Deirdre. You ready for this? I've agreed to lose my virginity with seven mates in an orgy. In Magaluf. Do not do this. I've got a theory that a lot of our sexual attitudes and beliefs and stuff. I think obviously it happens from when you're like you're younger. Before you're even sexual. You know that you know just your attitudes towards intimacy and all that stuff. But I think a big turning point is how you lose your virginity. I think that's a big turning point. How you lose your virginity. I think if you lose your virginity in a way that is actually pleasurable and nice and there's security in it you know so uh, you're you're, with, you're in a relationship with someone you're, you're in love with you know you've you've known them since you were 15 and you, and you have sex you finally have sex when you're 16 or 17 and it's all lovely and you know them and it's all it's all sweet then i think that's your that's your your appetite for sex that's how you want your sex if your sex is just, you know, in in the spare room of a party, 
it's just like, all right, that's how I've said. I have this risky, wild sex. That's what I like. I think that's what it is. And I think if you open up this door into the sexual world in a seven-person orgy, I don't know what the future is for you. Because imagine now you ain't, you've lost your virginity now and you, you get a, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Let me find out if it's a girl. Um, is it a girl or a girl? Is it a guy? I don't know how old, I don't know if this person is a guy or a girl. But either way, and I know it's sex, it's worse for a girl. But just imagine, yeah, you, imagine, imagine it's a girl, you're dating a girl. And she says, yeah, how many people you slept with? And they go, seven. And you're like, ah, oh, that's not, well, it depends how old you are. That, that might rattle the shit out of you if you're 18 or 19. But let's just say you got to 25 now. How many people you had sex with? Seven. Okay. Yeah, but I've been like celibate for the last three years. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So you, you wrapped up seven in, what, between 16 and, and, and 20? Yeah, well, it was just one time. What? Yeah, just an orgy. You what? Yeah, orgy's just... Dicks and vaginas everywhere. <laughs> anyway, dear dear, do I have agreed to lose my virginity with seven mates in the orgy magaloo? While I'm very, ex- while I'm excited by the idea, I'm really nervous too. There's me, two other lads. Oh, he's a guy. He's a guy. Bro, you don't you don't want this, man. I'm too. Alright, as a guy, then. You don't want you. <sighs> You won't be able to, you just, how are you going to just go back to just, you don't even go back. There is no going back. This is you living your life now. This is how you do normal sex. You're like, oh, I just can't get hard because there's, there's not just a mass of bodies just grunting and writhing right next to me. You know, I need to see my mate's butt cheek going up and down, pounding into a girl for me to, you know, get into the mood. Like, you don't want this. You don't want this, mate. There's too many people. There's eight of you in this orgy. There is just... Oh, dear. And you're, you're young, man. You're, eight, you're all 18 in your final year of school. I'm telling you, the odds, the eight of you there, one, one person's in love with someone in that thing. It might get violent. Someone might get stabbed. Because as you're 18, you're dumb. You're like, wait, if this is the only way I can get to have sex with... Like, I'm just going to make up a name. Uh, I need to make up a name with someone I don't, didn't know at that age. <laughs> made up name. Jess. If that's the only way I get to have sex with Jess, is I have to share her with six other people. Then I'm doing it. Because I'm a virgin, and she's the fittest girl in sixth form, and I want to have sex with her. So if I have to share her with six other people at once, if I have to watch... You know, Craig and Michael smash her as well before me in the mouth, in the bub. <laughs> I'll do it. And then after, we will be together. No, you won't, mate. You're going to grow. Hopefully, you're way more sexually mature. Your attitude's mature towards women. 
that you'll do this right oh they're just liberating women we're just guys we're just having fun that's all it is and you don't just look, start looking at them just terribly i don't know man it's going to be nuts anyway we're all 18 in our final year of school three months ago we were all drinking around the mate's house when we got onto the subject of sex we were all complaining that we we're still virgins oh my god you're all virgins there is going to be blood <laughs> oh dear I'm telling you, the P's are meant to be going into V's, but V's, well, V's won't be ready, and P's will be going into A's accidentally, and oh golly, like what is happening? An eight virgin orgy, mad, Mazzolini. It's not the way, guys. It's really not the way. I mean, Jesus, if it's an even number of guys and girls, I'd even say it's better if you just draw, drew lots. You know, it's just like a FA Cup draw. Guys are numbered one to four. Girls are numbered five to eight. And you just pick them out of a hat. Well, I said guys are one to four. Girls are eight to a to D. One hat. Number two, we'll be having sex with. Letter D. And he's like, okay, that's Craig and Jess having sex. And you're just there crying your eyes out. Like, oh, what is Jess? <laughs> oh, dear. It's crazy. It's crazy, 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 man. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Right, let's read this more into this. None of us like the idea of going to uni without having had sex. Then one of us joked that we might as well get off with each other and get it over with. Somehow this turned into an actual plan. It's never seemed a good idea to me until one of the girls who I've fancied for ages, I know, uh, fancied for ages was really up for it. I, see, I know, I know what I was like at 18. If I was a virgin at 18, yeah, and I didn't lose my virginity at some crazy age either, right? Um, but if I was a virgin at 18 before going to uni and someone proposed this idea to me, I'd know I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this unless there was a girl in there who I really wanted to have sex with. And in my head, here's the mad maths I would have done. I just said, if I have sex with her first, that's cool because when then whenever because that's was a big thing for me when people ask me i i i was selective who was gonna lose my virginity to because when people asked me who did you lose virginity to i'd be able to say this person's name with a sense of like personal pride or you know calm i'm cool with that person little did i know that people only ask that question when they're a virgin and when you're between the ages of 16 and 17. After that, no one has ever asked me who did I lose my virginity to? <laughs> or how? No one's asked. I, I haven't asked anyone either. I just don't give a shit. Right? But this is nuts. I knew there would be a girl that you liked. Um, was really up for it. She friendzoned me when I asked her out a couple of years ago. Oh, my days. Mate, what are you going to do when she is being spit-roasted by two of the other guys? 
you, you're going to smash an ashtray across their heads. Now, I thought sex with her, albeit part of an orgy, might make her see me differently. I See, I just knew. I swear to God, I do not read these before. I just know what people are like. We've agreed it will happen when we go for our school leavers holiday to Magaluf in the summer. Uh, but nearer the date gets, the more worried I am. As much as I'm excited to see the girl of my dreams naked, I don't know if I could ever look my male mates in the eye after seeing everything. I'm not gay and definitely don't want to experiment with that. I just don't know what is expected of me at this orgy I've agreed to. It's true, man. You might get your butt cheeks prized open. <laughs> you know, I came for Jess. You're like, no, man. We came for you. And the girl's like, oh, we're not going to kiss each other unless you not kiss each other. And these two guys are rugby boys. They're ready to, you know, just jizz on each other. They go, yeah, we'll do it. We're not gay. And they're just whacking each other off. And the girl's like, that's so funny. And you're just there like, wait, is there another way I can enter into this orgy? They're like, nope. Kiss one of the boys. Suck one of the boys off. And you're there so desperate to get with Jess. You do it. And then you do it, and then Jess is looking at you just like, that is disgusting. <laughs> you're like, no, but they just did it. You know? You just, you just don't want that, mate. I'm telling you. You don't need that in your life. Um, right, but with three boys and five girls, surely I've got a good chance of being able to choose who I get together with. And what if this messes up our friendships forever? It will mess up your friendships forever. This will become a movie. When you, look, you can't be friends together. Listen, you mad. People get pissed off when people are friends with someone they've had sex with. One person. You think I'm going to come, like, you meet a girl at uni now, you bring her back to your homemates. Because it's one of your friends, like, 19th birthday, 21st birthday. It's like, yeah, so, how do you know these? Like, yeah, we're all friends in school and stuff. And it's like, have you ever had sex with any of your friends? No, it won't even be that. They'll just bring it up in the party. You won't bring it up. Of course you won't bring it up. You don't want to scare someone off. I had an orgy with seven of my mates. No, can't at the party. So, yeah, well, you know what it's like. We're having Magaluf. And your girlfriend's there just laughing nervously. He's like, oh, we're having the Magaluf. <laughs> that sounds funny. It's like, oh, did he not tell you? Just like, no. And they, they will just like sip their drinks and walk away. Now you're there, like your girlfriend's fuming and upset. It's like, what's wrong? It's like, everyone started laughing at Magaluf. What happened? You're like, oh, yeah, so kind of had sex with everyone. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't do it. Um, well, these dear dearies are wild today. Crossed the line. My best friend's husband cheated on her, so she drunkenly kissed me. No, wrong. That was that was crazy. But let's read that. It's, it's, it's crazier still. My best friend's husband cheated on her, so she drunkly kissed mine. What did your husband do? Your husband kissed her, right? Or did he pull away and it's like, what the hell? Let's see. Dear Deirdre, I had a big fallout with my bestie as he drunkly kissed my husband at our office party. Okay. My friend and I are both 31. We've been inseparable since university and now work at the same firm. The last month has been really tough for her. She found out her love rat husband has been cheating on her and wants a divorce. I persuaded her to come to the party earlier this week as I thought it would be good for her to get out. I remember smiling as she danced with my husband and then I watched her kiss him. He pushed her away, but I can't erase the image from my mind. She apologised, but I don't know if I can forgive her. Well done, husband. 
You covered yourself. I mean, you were there. I don't know what you would have done if you weren't there. <laughs> she apologised, but I don't know if I can forgive her. I don't want to throw away our 13-year friendship, but I can't help feeling so angry and betrayed, even if she was drunk. Yeah, that is mad. That is mad. I don't know what would be worse, if your husband does slightly fancy her and you had to hold the boner down, or he really did fancy her and he's just like, I don't want to dance with your stupid mate. It's like, no, but come on, Trev. Like, she's had a really tough time, Trev. Like, please, please just, please dance with her. He's like, oh, fine, I'll dance with her. And then she kisses him. He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, dear. Right. Let's see. What the fuck? Hey, yo. What is going on, dear Deirdre, today? Listen. Feeling uncomfortable. You ready? You ready, people? You ready for this one? You're not. My girlfriend wants to breastfeed me every night. What? Yes, dear, dear dream. My girlfriend's kinkiness has got out of hand. She loves breast play, which is fine. But this has developed into breastfeeding me. I'm 26. She's 29. We've been together for two years. For the last few weeks... She's been taking herbal supplements to induce lactation. I didn't know. I didn't know you could do that. She only told me what she's been doing last week. She asked if I wanted to be breastfed. She acted like it was the sexiest surprise ever. In the pressure of the situation, I dutifully agreed. Now she wants to have me feed every night. I'm not comfortable with this and it makes me feel dirty even. Bruv, stop doing it. I'm not going to kink shame people. But what's going to happen, like, when she has kids? Breastfeeding is not sexy, man. And I've noticed it. Like, let's talk about this, people. Let's talk about this. I say I'm not going to kink shame. Let's flipping talk about it. Right? I've noticed there is an uprising increase in porn related around lactation. Right? I'm a filth bag. I go online. I'm looking for a video. I type in a word like squirt. Yeah. I'm expecting it to be vaginal. Is it we? Is it not? Who knows? But one thing I don't expect it to be is breast milk from a titty. Alright? But that seems to be the thing. It's just like that's become a real thing. Especially in the live cam ones as well. That's like a whole category. Girl's like, yeah, 100 tokens and I'm, I'm going to squirt from my breasts. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. Like, I, I just, I mean, that's it. I ain't going to judge. I ain't going to judge. But it seems like, I just don't think kinks come up overnight, do they? I think they're, they're bubbling on the surface and then it just becomes a bit more acceptable mainstream. I think that's why, like, I imagine there wasn't much anal porn maybe 30 years ago. Now, it's just there. It's just there. You know? But, yeah, man, this is nuts. Um, I'm not comfortable with this. It makes me feel dirty. And that's the thing. It's one thing satisfying someone else's uh, kinks or fantasies in a relationship. But if it actually makes you feel dirty, you want to stop enjoying sex. 
you're actually gonna start clamming up like when they want to have sex you're like i don't want to do this like i really don't want to do this that shouldn't be how you're feeling before sex you'd be excited but no it's not um, I always imagined us having kids together. What if she gets turned on when breastfeeding them? Now, I'm pretty sure she'll probably say something like, uh, it's completely different. I said about the kids. I can imagine there may be some way of compartmentalising it. Um, but I think once you start breastfeeding your kids, you can't now go into the breastplate. Oh, God, it's just it's horrendous, boy. But yeah, you need to um Yeah, you 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 need to you need to speak to her. Because that is wild. That is Mazzolini. Do you dress up as a baby though? Like <laughs> Oh dear. Right, last one. Last one. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Right, my husband had an affair with my son's best friend's mum. Dear DG, when I suspected my husband was having an affair, I never dreamt his lover was the mother of my son's best friend. My son, seven, and this boy are inseparable, and he will be devastated if I stop them from playing together. He can't punish the kids. I'm 36 and I've been wed to my husband, 38, for nine years. My son met his best friend on the first day of nursery and they've been joined at the hip ever since. They play football together at the weekends, are always at each other's houses and had joint birthday parties. I liked his mother, 37, and welcomed her into my home. My husband and I have been, have been having some problems lately and I tried to talk to him but he became withdrawn. He started going out a lot on his own, saying he needed space to clear his head. I soon started to get suspicious. When he said he had got to, he had to go and stay with his brother for the weekend, I agreed. But that same weekend, my son's friend's mum cancelled their play date, saying she had to go to her parents. The sixth sense told me this wasn't a coincidence. She'd been avoiding me for weeks, not staying a minute longer than necessary when she dropped off or picked up her son. I confronted my husband. And after a tearful row, he admitted they'd slept together and were planning a weekend tryst. Um, he says he is confused and doesn't know what he wants, but that he still loves me and doesn't want to break up our family. My instincts are telling me to cut this woman out of our lives forever if my husband and I are to have a shot at repairing our marriage. I think that's fair. Uh, but how can I do that without stopping my son from seeing his friend? I feel so torn. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um... Because if everyone's truthful and honest, then your kid actually ends up just hating his dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? He ends up hating his dad. Um, or he hates you, hates the mum. Or hates his friend's mum. Yeah, you got some ideas about the kids knowing. Yeah, that's harsh, man. Do you separate the kids? Because they are innocent in all this, right? They don't any part of these adult shenanigans. Um, I, I don't even know. I'm stumped on that one. I'm stumped on that one. Maybe just let your husband keep banging. Until he gets bored. 
Maybe that's what you've got to do. Maybe you've just got to be unselfish, hey? Stop being selfish and let your husband have sex with both of you for the happiness of the kids. Think of the kids. <laughs> All right, people. That is the end of the pod. I've chatted nonsense for long enough. Um, where am I performing this week? I'm performing all over the place, I think. Uh, I'm at West End Comedy Club again on Tuesday. Then I'm at John Reed Fitness on Thursday. I'm emceeing that. Uh, Friday at Angel Comedy Club. And then Sunday, I'm at Kojo's Fun House. Come on. You know when you get to perform at gigs that existed before you started doing comedy? They're like, love it. Anyway, people, that's it. So get you can get your tickets for those things online somewhere. Don't know if I've posted them onto my website. I ain't updated my website in a while. Jesus. Slacking. Slipping. All right, people. That's it in the pod. I need to go and make lunch for my family. Peace.